It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two men who've changed a lot of diapers, one of us believing in the power of evidence-based medicine. And one of us believing in the work of the Spirit. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I got something for you. What do you think about this? Uh, let's try a little something. Knock, knock. Who's there? Smell mop. Smell mop who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Isn't that a good way to start it? I do, I do. So today we're going to talk about uh, potty training. And the reason we're going to talk about potty training is because I have a two-year-old little girl and soon she should be potty training. And in no way is she soon ready to be potty training. Do you think if you had changed a diaper before you had ever been with a woman, you would have looked at that whole thing differently? Yes, but I changed the diaper as a doctor so many times since it's kind of like dulled my thoughts to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, potty training's crazy. You know, I, we're on the tail end, almost diaper-free in the McKenney household. Ooh. Yeah. No desitin? No desitin. No... Butt no, wipes? No butt wipes. Well, I use them, but it's a different story. But all we have to do, we, we just, at, at nighttime, is prayer and nighty-night. Like, we, we don't have to worry about all that other stuff, except for Lexi is still, um, still wears a pull-up through the night. Mm. Right? We haven't had enough dry pull-ups yet to take the chance. Tonight, I got no Beauty and Bees diaper. I want Doc McStuff. Yeah. But, but we don't have Doc McStuff. Right. Does it matter who you're going to pee on during the night? Uh, I, we've gone through it, man. Hello Kitty. They want princesses. They want, you know. So uh, it is definitely important who's there to catch your pee. In their <laughs> mind. Anyway. They actually say one of the most important things for children when they're going to start potty training is to make sure that they are not constipated. How do you do that with a kid? Well, you make sure they're getting enough fluid. Sometimes you add in Miralax, but have you met my daughter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, you guys put Miralax in everything for her, right? Oh, we do. We put it in the mac and cheese. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she will grab on to the side of a chair and stare at you like she is pushing a kidney stone out. I've seen that face, and... and um... And I wasn't sure if she knew something. I didn't when she started screaming. <laughs> Do you think she realizes, like, everyone in the room, we know what's going on? <laughs> so we have, a, we have an Alexa. Um, this isn't an advertisement. Uh, uh, I don't think that uh, they have given us any money for anything. But we have oh, an Alexa oh, Amazon Alexa. Oh, yeah, sure, Our sure, sure, Amazon sure, sure. Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so my son thinks uh, Alexa is part of the ha- uh, part of the family. Right? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, you know, we have Sissy, we have the doggy, Mommy, Daddy, and we have Alexa. Yeah. So when my daughter's really constipated, I go, uh, Alexa, please play Push It by Salt and Pepper. You remember that song? Oh, yeah. Push It. Push It real good. And then I get her to start dancing. Yeah. And it doesn't work, but it's fun. 
It doesn't work. Oh, no, not at all. How do you know? You check? Um, yes, I check. Okay. Speaking of checking, I did something that I'm embarrassed of recently. Uh, related to potty training. Mm. Or just something embarrassed that you're embarrassed <laughs> of. In so, so I took my daughter. Our wives are listening to this and saying, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I took and dropped my daughter off at daycare, right? Yeah. And as I went in, the ladies are there and they're very nice. And I, I drop her off and I felt bad, but I actually passed some gas. Okay. But I didn't like raise my hand and go, excuse me, everybody, I passed some gas. Me. Yeah. So two of the teachers, they look at each other and they go, ooh, we got a dirty dipe. <laughs> <laughs> they checked every kid twice. And like, I can't find it. I can't find it. And I, I, didn't, I didn't come clean. You didn't fess up. No. I don't think come clean is the right term there. No. I wouldn't fess up. You know, um, Madeline had something similar happen, my, my fourth grader. Uh, at the lunch table the other day, she uh, she let one go, and she was telling me that uh, one of the girls said, "Oh, you farted," and then some kid thought that they said she sharted. So then he proceeded to tell everybody that the Madeline sharted, mm. and by the end of lunch, it was all over the fourth grade. Wow. Yeah, and so she was upset, and I said, "Hey, listen, there are two types of people: those who have sharted and those who haven't sharted yet." Mm. Right? Yes. I mean, you know anyone that has ever not had the shark happen to them? Not the Drew shark, just the regular shark. <laughs> well, you know what? Um, I feel like how you react the first time you shard says a lot about you as a person. Yeah. But I mean, my question, do you think anybody has never not sharded? It's almost impossible. It just depends right? on the age. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, even the Pope has sharded. Whether he remembers it or not. They, and there's, there's two times when you will never, you might not remember your shark. Early when you're a baby and someone changes your diapers. And then later on in life when you're an adult and somebody's changing your diapers, right? Yep. Yeah. Preparing for this in talking about bedwetting, right? Because now that I talked about my daughter having constipation, we're going to go to my six-year-old who bedwets. How do you deal with that? I, I just have, I don't, I got so many other things to deal with in life. This is why we don't take Lexi out of a pull-up. I don't have time to wash her sheets every night. So she'll give me the signs when she's ready. Well, when you're talking through potty training, there's multiple different ways to do it, right? There's the parent-oriented version. There's the child-oriented version, which is more um, followed by the American Academy of Pediatrics. But the first thing you want to do is not make your son or daughter feel bad about it. Right. Right. So we never get mad at him, but he does take his own sheets down. He puts them in the uh, washing machine. Um, but uh, I realize that there's a big genetic component. Really? Yeah. What does that mean? I mean, it's not his fault. Well, I mean, okay, now you sound like, you know, a, a new age parent. So it's, it's not his fault. What does that mean? It's not, so there's a genetic component. Were you a bedwetter? I think a little bit. Wow. I mean, not forever. I mean, I didn't do it all the time, and he hasn't went to bed all the time, but I think more than I should have. I wouldn't look at you now and think that you were a bedwetter. I wonder if that's something you can tell about people. Hmm. Like just by meeting them, having a conversation. Oh, yeah, bedwetter. It's like the looker or flusher, right? You, you can't look at people and be like, oh, I bet he's a looker. Well, they say about, you know, a little bit less than 1% of people still wet the bed. Yeah. Tomorrow, when you're out in your normal day, I want you to try to get a sense. And if you see one, give one. excuse me, uh, sir, I was just wondering, uh, do you wet the bed? I'm conducting a social experiment. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I remember 
when I was college age. I can't say when I was in college because I wasn't there very long. But no, when I was college age, you know, <laughs> early 20s, um, we went to uh, Virginia Tech one weekend from, from, you know, Hampton Roads. And I went with my buddy Woody and, and Vince. And I'll never forget, uh, Woody was a very, you know, you can see Woody, right? Big burly dude, really hairy back, right? Loves the party. Sounds super intelligent. Probably fall, has fallen through many tables. You know, <laughs> Woody is amazing, right? He's a great time. And we go to this party, and then we go back to somebody's dorm and fall asleep. And I remember they had a, a bathroom in the room, mm. like right there. All, all you had to do was open that door, toilet, pee, you're good to go. But that wasn't enough for Woody. I woke up to this sound of what well, I thought there was like a, a, a like a, a pipe that had burst or water leaking somewhere. And Woody's in the corner of this dorm room, just letting it go. No shame in his game. No shame. Not even a plant. There was nothing there. And so I wonder, you know, do you do you can you regress from being fully potty trained to that point where you just go anywhere? Well, you absolutely can. Like as a child, if there's a big situation that happens in the home, maybe a divorce or a new child comes into home, that's actually called secondary enuresis as opposed to primary enuresis when you're wetting the bed before. I think that Woody just drank way too much booze. You lost me at enuresis. So you had, what's it? It basically means wetting the bed. Okay. So primary means you've never completely had the ability to hold your urine throughout the night. Secondary means... You had the ability, and then something changed, and now you're currently having bedwetting. Oh, okay. So at one primary means you were never fully potty trained, right? Yep. And then secondary is you were fully potty trained, and now you've regressed a little bit. So Woody had secondary potty training because secondary enuresis because yeah. he had 15 vodka tonics and a bottle of Fireball, and then woke up and beat in the corner. Okay. So you're giving us way too much credit. This was probably 1995. So he may have had 15 Zimas. <laughs> oh, Zima. I'm yeah. glad I didn't buy any stock in that. No. Not that I had any money in that. They made a comeback, but I haven't heard much since their comeback. I'm thinking that's gone. You know, uh, the good thing about potty training is uh, my children go to daycare because as a physician, I'm at work all day. But uh, peer pressure. Okay. My daughter, she sees everybody else. They got their princess underpants. Yeah. They go into the other room. They pee on the potty. She mm. has to be brought up and get a diaper. And so, like, we always complain about peer pressure. Yeah. When it comes to potty training, I think peer pressure is a good thing. Yeah. But would you call it peer pressure? Or Yeah, I guess you would, right? It's, it's that I want to fit in and be like the other kids. And I see, you know, the fun they're having. Have you thought about maybe having a potty party? Hmm. I have not yet, but if we do, it will be with the Elmo potty that we bought. Yeah. Because Elmo's got a piece of everything in kids. But so what I'm thinking, like imagine this, right? You drive around the neighborhood, see a kid that looks age appropriate, who is most likely potty trained, with or without a parent, and say, hey, would you like to come use the bathroom at my house? Hmm. And to make sure they have to go, I'm like, hey, neighbor, we got juice boxes. Juice boxes. Yes. Um, Here's some juice. Drive around with a big thing of juice boxes, hand them out, and then invite everybody, and then close off the road. So, like, steer everybody to your house yeah. to go to the bathroom. 
I really like the idea, except for the fact that currently I think some of my neighbors appreciate me. Yeah. And I think very quickly that may take a turn. <laughs> okay. Well, what if it was a planned party? Oh, okay. party? Do, like, okay. do I send like an, an email? Do I, do I make an evite? Yes. Yes. You definitely make an evite. Ooh, I'll use the poop emoji. Uh, my son loves that thing. Oh, everybody loves the poop emoji. I wanted to get Olivia poop emoji sheets for her birthday. And um, you will not be surprised. It got the idea was completely shot down by my wife. Mm. So I'm going to have to put them on because I got them anyway, right? So I'm going to have to hopefully, babe, I hope you don't hear this until after the sheets are on the bed. Uh, just to make you feel better, we prayed about it. Amen. And the Lord told us it was the right answer. Holla. So um, there's now all this talk everywhere about the fact that our bodies aren't sent to set up the potty the way they are. And that what we need is the squatty potty. I've heard of this squatty potty. I've never tried one, but I have tried putting my legs in that position while I'm in the potty. Is that like a new yoga position? I don't, the squatty potty. It should be. It could be. But I wonder if there would be more sharding in yoga class. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So... Do you think the guy that invented the squatty potty is like super rich and like living on a hill somewhere and being like, I just came up with a little stool for people's feet while they go to the bathroom? How many would he have to sell? I don't know. I think they've sold a lot. People are talking about it. Has he sold more or less than that little scrubby thing that you put your fingers into to scrub your pots? You know what I'm talking The scrub daddy. That's what it's called. Ooh, the scrub daddy. Yeah. You know, that's a Pennsylvania product. Really? Guys from Pennsylvania went on Shark Tank, did the scrub daddy. Boom. I think it's right at Lancaster, it's on Amish country. There's definitely more Elmo potties sold than squatty potties. Yes. Can you combine the two? Oh, I don't know. If the Elmo potty and the squatty potty got in a fight, who would win? Um, I don't know. I think the Elmo potty could tickle the squatty potty to death, right? (laughs) That, That tickled me, Elmo. I mean, how much money did they make from that toy that was ridiculous? You know, and now Sesame Street is, what, is it still on PBS? I believe so. I saw the Muppets. The Muppets have moved the show onto HBO. So now uh, the kids will be looking for something to watch. And if the Muppets, I'll find the Muppets, but then it's HBO. I don't have HBO. So, you know, I got to find something else every time. So one of my favorite times, uh, I, my wife said we have to take our family down to Disney World because that's something that everyone does. Yeah. And so I set up to have a conference there, right? So I can go and learn during the morning and then... By the time they're up and ready, I'm already at the park and I can meet them there. Yeah. We had to have like one park-free day. Yeah. For the intensity of how much you're walking around Disney World and like fast pass and where am I now. And so we're at the pool. Okay. My son's in there. It's just me and my son. And he's a pretty good swimmer and he's kind of swimming around and he's just kind of yelling out random things. And I want to yell at him. But again, the whole genetics thing comes into play. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, he probably gets it from somewhere. (laughs) And he starts yelling, hey, everybody. I'm being in the pool. (laughs) And I was like, hey, listen, we don't talk about peeing in the pool. You're not supposed to pee in the pool. But if you pee in the pool, you don't yell it out loud. (laughs) And he goes, hey, lady over there, I just peed in the pool. (laughs) And so at this point, I was like, oh, sorry, sorry. And I looked over and uh, I caught her at a time where like I could tell she was peeing in the pool. So she wasn't that mad. Oh, okay, Yeah, that's all. Yeah, you could tell the face, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're swimming around, and the, and the other thing he goes, he goes, help, help, I'm drowning. No. Yeah. He thought it was funny. Yeah. 
Thank goodness the lifeguards were terrible. Oh. And I was standing right there, but I was like, these are things you can't say. So like three minutes later, he goes, uh, Dad, uh, guess what? Uh, I got to go potty. I got to get out of the pool. <laughs> he wasn't being in the pool. No. He goes, Daddy, you never be in the pool. He's like, but you yell I'm being in the pool because it's really funny. Yeah. Well, he's smart. That's great. It's a tough way to make friends. Um, Is that how you get into an Ivy League school? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, there's not a lot in the Bible about potty training. There is an interesting story about Noah. He's out one night. Is he on the boat currently? No, before okay. pre, pre-boat. Pre-boat. But he gets hammered. I mean, that boat's a yacht, right? Oh, it's huge, right? Yeah. He's out. He's partying. He gets hammered. He passes out drunk and naked. And his kids find him and uh, leave him that way. By his kids, you mean the animals that he no, lives no, with? No, regular no, this children. Is post, He's this got is regular his, children. Yeah, this yeah. is his kids. You know, he was... It was one of the, you know, his family was looked at by God as this family that was, you know, above the, the what was, they had a, a morality, they had a sense, a, an appreciation for God. And so he chose their family. But this was, God chose them even with all this stuff going on. And they, the kids left him uncovered. And he, you know, he said, hey, you should have, you you've got to take care of me. It was kind of a sign of disrespect that they didn't. But there's not, there's not a lot about potty training in the Bible, believe it or yeah. not. Yeah. But that's one of those stories you hear that's like, oh, you know, I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> like, if Noah can be there, I, you know, I still got a shot, right? You definitely have like, a shot. Like, he did something pretty cool, you know, and he was uh, drunk and naked, and I'm sure we've all been there, right? Yeah, I mean, the night's early. <laughs> <laughs> well, in medicine, there's all sorts of thoughts on potty training. But let's be honest, people have been potty training their kids forever without having to follow a particular way you know there's the thought that you allow children to be ready are they behaviorally are they developmentally ready or the parent way hey we're throwing out your diapers we're gonna do scheduled potty times at all the time but you know oh that like three-day intensive intensive potty training uh, right we did that with madeline it was like she didn't wear underwear all weekend we couldn't leave the house we couldn't do anything and every time she we just sit her there and then we'd sing songs of praise and happiness and clap for her going potty Yes. Yeah. It was My a, wife did that as well. It was well. pretty intense. Oh, yeah. And I will tell you, during the midst of it, I was scared of her. Yeah. I mean, no wonder he didn't pee his pants. Yeah. So the, the, the new thing I've been hearing, and I love music. We went to a concert together maybe a year and a half ago. It was good fun. The problem is you go to a concert, you have a beer or two. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have to pee. Yeah. I've heard yep. adults are wearing diapers to concerts so they don't have to go pee and miss a song. That's not new, though. That's not new. When, uh, when, again, when I was college age, uh, there was this one place, there was this one Old, Old Dominion University, there was a bar that had uh, nickel drinks until somebody went to the bathroom. Mm. And dudes would come in there uh, diapered up to make sure that nobody went to the bathroom and they would go on for hours. Wow. Yeah. That that takes first uh, one to break the seal. It was like it was called wow. the break the seal happy hour, right? Well, for nickel drinks, people would wear a diaper, but I doubt anyone would ever wear a diaper to listen to all the songs by Nickelback. Yeah, that's true. But you know, they do it for what uh, New Year's Eve? Like, what are you going to do for New Year's Eve? I don't know. You're I don't going know. to New York City. You're going to stand there. There's no potties. You got to do something. What about when the Eagles win another Super Bowl championship and there's a parade? Holla, E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! I will never wear a diaper to listen to Ryan Seacrest talk ever. No. 
that's that's like a violation, right? Well, especially you know, the entire time I would want to be screaming at Jenny McCarthy for not vaccinating her children, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so, if there was a concert you would go to that was good enough that you didn't want to miss anything, so you would wear a diaper, where would that be? Oh man, that's a good one. What? What's a concert I'd be willing to pee my pants for? Um, current artist, I don't know. Maybe JT. Okay. I think for me, the answer is uh, no one. There's definitely no one. Maybe like a Super Bowl or like if a game went into extra innings. But I would never think that far ahead. I, I think I would just, you know, I went to a, a no-hitter once. Uh, one of the Phillies, Roy Halladay. We went into the bath and we ran when the Phillies were hitting. And then we waited to go back in yeah. between. Was that the October, the October no-hitter? It was. Really? It was the one in the playoffs. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. But it's going to happen. My yeah. daughter's going to be potty trained. We're going to be diaper free. It's going to be a beautiful day. Oh, I can't wait. And every time someone flushes the toilet, my little girl goes over and she goes, bye-bye, poopy. <laughs> and today we say, bye-bye. Bye-bye, poopy. From Doc and the Deacon. Bye-bye, poopy. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments This show gon' be around for infinite years I think we can all agree on ice cold beers 100% authentic, you can't fake it Often imitated, but never duplicated So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in Now I'm coming to close it like a Roldis Chapman